You're about to listen to a message from Every Nation Church Midrand, the place where people come to be changed and discipled to transform society. Hallelujah. Yes. Turn to someone and say it's getting better. Say things are getting better. If you believe that, just give that person a high five. Hallelujah. Amazing. You're welcome to church tonight. And um, we started a series that we call Dreams, the language of God and kings. Dreams are so important, and I'm surprised that we don't talk much about it. But it's very significant. And uh, if the Bible talks about something, how many people know it's important? (laughs) Especially when you see a whole nation is preserved because of a dream. May God preserve you through dreams. May God send to you dreams that will preserve you. Preserve your future. Secure your future. Some of us, God has been speaking to us, but we don't even know that it's God speaking. Because you want God to speak in your frequency. He wants you to come up to his frequency. Are you following me? There's almost nobody that God has not spoken to. I dare to say that. God speaks all the time. Speaks all the time. Let's go to our text. Job chapter 33. That your favorite passage. Right? We won't live here without touching on Job chapter 33, verse 14. He says, God may speak in one way or in another, yet man does not perceive it. You see? So if you come to me and you say, God doesn't speak to me, it's not, it's not true. He speaks in one way or another, but you don't perceive it. Yeah? So you need to know how God speaks. There's this couple. The wife is always receiving. She's always saying, God said, God said. And the husband says, but how come he never speaks to me? So I said, it's your fault. It's you, you, you don't blame your wife for hearing God. And you not hearing God. It's, it's, whose fault is it? It's your fault. Turn to your neighbor say, if you don't hear God, it's your fault. Because he's speaking. Yeah, he's always speaking. In fact, there's nobody that speaks more than God. Yeah, nobody speaks more than God. He's always speaking. Always speaking. So God is not shy. He's not, I mean, He's always speaking. God is not an introvert. Come on. If you like, you can say He's a talkative. He's always speaking. Obviously, not the human talkative. That doesn't know when to stop. Or doesn't know when to change frequencies. Hmm? There are times your communication doesn't have to be the same way all the time. That's why it's boring sometimes. Hearing you too much. Huh? So you're talking, 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 talking. And it's the same thing, same thing, same thing. It's like somebody just strumming on one, just, just one note. How many people would like to hear that? Just 
Hmm? Imagine. Is this thing on? Come on. You're enjoying it, right? Are you enjoying it? No. So that's how some people's communication is. And they wonder why people don't want to hear them anymore. Add some melody. Do you get my point? As a matter of fact, it's one of the principles of communication. You know that there are some people when they talk, they, it's like kind of a monotone. You, <coughs> you listen to them and you want to go to sleep. But meanwhile, there are some other people when they talk, it sounds musical. Yeah, and there's actually, there's actually a training where people are taught to talk. I don't want to call names, but there are some popular people I don't like to listen to. So when you hear them, you just know it's on the same, just the same tone. Then you can't, you, you, you don't enjoy listening to that person. At least if you speak like a Zulu person, you, you know, it's musical. <laughs> Come on. Hallelujah. <laughs> it's more interesting. Yeah. That's why you notice how we move for that song, right? You don't, you don't even know why you're moving. You just find you're moving. It's the communication. It's a communication. So God is not boring. And God has many ways that he communicates with us. And one of those ways is dreams. As a matter of fact, every kind of communication, either it's vision, either it's through an audible voice, still small voice, inner witness, all that God is saying through other means, can be communicated through dreams. And even if God should walk up to you and stand in front of you physically to talk to you, He can do that. Alright? But I want you to know that if He does it in a dream, it doesn't make it less real. doesn't make it less real. So some preachers have a problem with God speaking to them in dreams. Or God speaking to people in dreams. And people come and say, oh, God said this to me. I had a dream and this and this. There she goes again. There she goes again. The dreamer has come again. But you don't realize that that's part of God's language. So because of that, we don't, we don't value dreams. And if we don't value dreams, God will not send to us more dreams. If you don't have faith that God can speak to you in a dream, sometimes I, I'm, I'm going to sleep. I say, God, speak to me as I sleep. All right? Maybe I've been too busy during the day, but my mind is going to rest. So, while I'm sleeping, I expect to hear you. Alright. So he says, God may speak in one way or in another, yet man does not perceive it. So whose fault is it? It's man's fault. So, but God in his mercy, he says, in a dream, in a vision of the night. When deep sleep falls upon men while slumbering on their beds. Is that not what you do on your bed? You realize that when you want to pray on your bed, sometimes it doesn't go down well. Yes? Especially if you are gifted in the area of sleep. 
So the moment you get to the bed, oh my. That prayer has to take place in the dream. <laughs> All right. While slumbering on their beds, then he opens the ear of men and seals their instruction. There are some instructions that have been sealed in you. And sometimes you might wonder, but why, why should God use a dream? Why can't he just speak to me? If I want to use computer language, I'll say, God encrypts his instructions in you. So not everybody can decode it. Hallelujah. So he brings it and... The devil can't unravel it until you crack it. Until, <laughs> unless you have the means, ah, you have a special software that is able to read that language. That's what God does with dreams. So sometimes he will speak to you plainly. But sometimes he has to code it. So he codes your future and he puts it in a dream. Glory to God. So he puts it in a dream and he puts it in your spirit. When you are sleeping, you just see it. It's like what Pharaoh saw. Seven cows. Huh? Imagine. Seven cows. Fat cows. Then after, he sees seven lean cows. And then the lean cows eat the fat cows. And they don't even look as though they've eaten anything. Talk about weird dreams. Is that, is, is that not weird? How, have you ever seen a cow eating a cow? Where have you seen that before? But it's there in the Bible. Is there in the Bible? I once heard one pastor say, look, if, you dream, if the dream doesn't make sense, you forget about it. So, Pharaoh should have forgotten about it. Is that what you're saying? Because it didn't make sense to him. How come he was troubled about it? How come he was troubled about it? Don't tell me dreams are not significant. They are significant. Maybe not all dreams, but dreams are significant. Amen. There are certain dreams that hold the key to your future. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. You better pay attention to what God is saying. Before we end this series, I'm going to give you keys to unlocking those dreams. To interpreting them. They are biblical keys that you can use. That's why you must not miss this. Amen. Glory to God. Amen. And if God permits, I'll take some dreams and interpret them for you. So how many dreamers do we have in the house? Come on. You, you consider yourself a dreamer. Oh, wow. That's incredible. I'm happy we have dreamers. Dreamers are very, very important. Okay. So... In the course of this, let me see. How many people have had some dreams since we started this series? Like some dreams that you consider significant. Let me read. Okay. All right. Good, good. We'll deal with those. Okay. So, last, last week we were talking about dreams of destiny. Dreams of destiny. And I said, there's nothing you can do about it. If it's a dream of destiny, it takes time. You cannot rush it. You cannot force it. You cannot make it happen. Amen. The best thing you can do is to be patient and to be prayerful. Amen. Glory to God. Amen. And remain faithful to God. Amen. That's the best thing you can do. 
And I, want to, and I want to recommend to you that you study the life of Joseph. Because Joseph is like, is like a, his life is like a template of how God raises dreamers. And his life was a fulfillment of a destiny dream. Okay? So there are different types of dreams. And tonight, I want to share with you on what I call dreams of impartation. Somebody said dreams of impartation. It's part of the language of God and kings. So there are things that God will do in your life. There are things that God will impart to you. And if God can impart something to you while in church, I have news for you. He can impart it to you while you're sleeping. In Romans chapter 1, verse 11, Paul made a statement there. He says, I long to see you. Huh? I desire to see you so that I may impart to you some spiritual gift so that you may be established. So, that was his yearning. That was his longing. That was his desire. His desire was to visit that church so that he could impart to them some spiritual gifts. And I'm saying to you that there are certain things that are being imparted to you even as you're listening to me. Okay, because I come with some spiritual material. Okay? Then as you receive by faith, it gets downloaded into you. And sometimes you don't even know you have received certain impartations. It can happen in a dream. It can happen in a vision. And it can happen as we speak. Alright? So, remember we said that uh, a third of your life is spent sleeping. So, if all of your life is only restricted when you... When, uh, it restricted to your waking moments, then you have lost a third of your life. You've lost that. So that's why it's important, this teaching is important, so that you don't lose that part. Because there are things that happen in that realm. Are you following me? Yeah. There are things, a lot of things. The more I read the Bible, the more I see them. And I'm amazed that people, nobody has told me about these things. And I'm like, oh my God, why were we not told? But it's there in the Bible. Dreams of impartation. Hallelujah. How many people are ready for an impartation from God? Amen. Say, Lord God, Lord God I, believe you I believe you for a dream, for, a dream. for dreams. For of impartation. impartation. Dreams, Dreams of impartation. impartation. Turn with me to 1 Kings chapter 3. In 1 Kings chapter 3, we see an interesting story there. Very popular story. 1 Kings chapter 3 and read from verse 1. It says, Now, Solomon Solomon made a treaty with Pharaoh, king of Egypt, and married Pharaoh's daughter. Bad move. Somebody say bad move. Then he brought her to the city of David until he had finished building his own house and the house of the Lord. And the wall around Jerusalem. Meanwhile, the people sacrificed at the high places because there was no house built for the Lord, uh, for the name of the Lord, until those days. And Solomon loved the Lord. Say, good one. Good 
Yeah. Walking in, his, in the statutes of his father David, except that he sacrificed burnt offerings, uh, burnt incense at the high places. Now the king went to Gibeon to sacrifice there. For that was a great high place. Solomon offered a thousand burnt offerings on that altar. One thousand burnt offerings. When you read this, you don't really consider how significant this was. But think about this. When you kill a cow, imagine the number of people. Huh? Imagine the effort it takes to kill a cow. First of all, the cow will not just surrender and say, Here am I, kill me. Here am I, kill me. No, 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 no. The cow is not going to just surrender. All right? So there's a lot of effort involved. There's a lot of energy involved. All right? There's a lot of resources. Okay? Because you don't just kill a cow. You have to buy it, right? You, you, you can't just see a cow walking, then you just go take it and kill it. You'll be in trouble. So for him to kill, to offer 1,000, he must have paid for them, right? Then he comes to sacrifice them to God. Some people think that sacrifice is not valuable to God. You haven't read your Bible. All right. I remember preaching about sacrifice one time and somebody was offended in church because I preached about sacrifice. And I used this scripture. This was one of the scriptures I used. It's interesting. Turn to someone and say, people are interesting. <laughs> Did you know that? Christians can be very interesting. Yeah, very interesting. It's right there in the Bible, and you have a problem with it. I hope you won't have a problem with dreams of impartation. Glory to God. So, at Gibeon, verse 5, it says, At Gibeon, the Lord appeared to Solomon in what? In a dream by night, and said, Ask, what shall I give you? Now, it's not surprising that he had just offered a thousand, he had just sacrificed a thousand animals, right? The thing moved God. God was so impressed. God says, Solomon, this is too much. Have you ever heard of anybody in the Bible that sacrificed so much? A thousand. So God says, I'm giving you an open check. What do you want? Ask. May God ask you. May God give you an open check. Hallelujah. Amen. When God will come to you in a dream. Hello. God visits people in dreams. So, remember, it's a language of God and kings. So, God used to speak to kings through dreams. You see that in your Bible. From Abimelech. Right even to the New Testament. Hallelujah. And Solomon said... You have shown great mercy to your servant David, my father, because he walked before you in truth, in righteousness, and in uprightness of heart. Hmm? It says, you have continued this great kindness for him, and you have given, given him a son to sit on his throne, as it is this day. Now, O Lord my God, you have made your servant king 
instead of my father David. And I am a little child. I do not know how to go out or come in. And your servant is in the midst of your people whom you have chosen. A great people too numerous to be numbered or counted. Therefore give your servant an understanding heart to judge your people that I may discern between good and evil. Come on. For who is able to judge this great people of yours? And look at verse 10. Let's read it together. One, two, three. The speech pleased the Lord that Solomon asked this thing. Come on. So the, the speech pleased God. When God gives you an open check, you better be smart. You better be smart. Be wise in your asking. There are things you ask for that you, you, you get what you ask for, but that's where it ends. So when I say be wise in your asking, learn to ask for things that will unlock other doors. Learn to ask for things that will bring other things. Hallelujah. Solomon asked for an understanding heart, you know, to be able to discern between good and evil, to be able to judge the people correctly. And the Bible says God was so impressed. How many times have you read in your Bible where it says God was impressed with somebody's request? This was all happening where? In a dream. Hello? It was happening where? In a dream. And I thank God it was recorded for us. So if you want to be offended at this, be offended at the Bible. At least I'm, I'm safe. Glory to God. So this thing pleased the Lord God. So, where are we? Verse 11. Then God said to him, Because you have asked this thing and have not asked long life for yourself. That is to tell you, people used to ask for long life for themselves. You understand? No, have asked for riches for yourself. People used to ask for riches for themselves. And none of this is a bad request. It's just not a smart request. Do you understand me? Yes. No, have asked the life of your enemies. Appear and die. Everyone that is hindering my progress, die in the name of Jesus. Die. By fire, by force. People pray like that. So God is so impressed that Solomon didn't ask for this thing. Glory to God. You know, did it occur to you that this happened after Solomon has made the wrong move in verse 1? Interesting, right? He went to marry Pharaoh's daughter. And God has already told them not to do that. How come God didn't raise that matter now? I don't know. I'm just asking. <laughs> Glory to God. Yeah. Anyway. When we study the life of Solomon, we will treat some things. <laughs> Hallelujah. Say, it's coming, it's coming. <laughs> one day. Say, one day be one day. Okay. It's coming one day. Okay. But he says, you have not asked for the life of your enemies, but have asked for yourself 
understanding to discern justice. This is what you asked for, Solomon. I'm so impressed. It says, Behold, I have done according to your words. See, I have given you a wise and understanding heart, so that there has not been anyone like you before. Huh? Before you, nor shall any like you arise after you. Whew. You see, what he asked for gave him what he didn't ask for. Amazing. So turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, be smart in your prayers. Because if you only ask, if you ask, if you just ask God for a Bentley, he'll give you a Bentley. But that's where it ends. But there is what he will give you that will afford you. Come on. I say there is what he will give you that will afford you. Oh, fill in the blanks. <laughs> yeah. So sometimes we just don't know how to ask. Um, I once did a teaching on um, what the power of appropriate asking. Go look for it. There is an appropriate asking. Amen. So God now says, I have also given you what you have not asked both riches and honor, so that there shall not be anyone like you among all the, the kings all your days. This happened in a dream. Okay? After this, Solomon wakes up. Oh, it's just a dream. Just like sometimes you, re you experience certain things, then you wake up, oh no, it was just a dream. But you don't pay attention to what was communicated in that dream. So because of that, you lose out on what God sent to you. Stop it. Don't waste your experiences. Don't waste your dreams. Don't waste your impartations. Don't waste the things that God is imparting to you. I'm telling you. And Solomon, we know the story. You read the rest of the chapter where the two women came. He just he's had, a, you know, he had a dream. He woke up, went, showered, ate, sat down. Okay. Yeah, let's start uh, work. And then this case is brought. Hmm? And this woman are arguing. It's my child. It's my child. No, it's my child. It's my child. Oh, my. And you know the story. Solomon says, bring a sword. Let's divide the child so that both of them will have half. One woman says, the other woman says, yes, let's do it. And the other one says, no, 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 no. Please let her have the child. Solomon says, that's the mother. Come on. Say wisdom. God gave him an understanding heart. It was imparted to him in a dream. In a dream, it was imparted to him. Yes. I've had certain impartations in my dream. <coughs> Glory to God. I remember one time I had a dream and I saw this person was talking to me, talking to me. Then all of a sudden, I saw something come out of him. It was like a diamond. It just came at top speed, poof, entered into me. Poof. 
I said, impartation. I receive it, Lord. In the name of Jesus. I had been praying for years. There's a particular prayer I've been praying for years. Before this dream came. So when it came, I knew, this is it. I got it. Hallelujah. Be smart in your asking. Be smart in your asking. I got it. Nobody can take it away from me. Nobody can take it away from me. And after that, I could see it in my life. Glory to God. It was just a dream. But not just a dream. You know what I'm talking about. It was just a dream, but it was not just a dream. It was more than a dream. So dreams of impartation are real. I want your mind to begin to go back to all your dreams. Whatever you have lost, you need to go get them back. Do you understand me? Because there are certain things that were imparted to you. But you didn't value them. So go back and get it. It's yours. It's for you. From, I mean, look at Solomon. From that dream, his life changed. His life changed. This guy was something else. He became something else just from a dream. Do you know that this can happen on the negative as well? Can happen in the negative as well. We've ministered deliverance to several people who have had experiences in dreams that took their life in a particular direction. So dreams of impartation, when I say dreams of impartation, it's not just God that imparts to you in dreams. Satan also imparts to people in dreams. Yeah. There are times I counsel people and then when I begin to investigate, I discover that certain things came into their lives in a dream. So I have to deal with that. Because you know, if God can impart wisdom to Solomon in a dream, how many people know that Satan can impart foolishness to someone in a dream? Come on. Yeah. There are things that were imparted to people, I'm telling you. And I know what I'm talking about. They went somewhere. Come on. They went somewhere that they were not supposed to go to. And then after that, they had a dream. Yeah. After that, they had a dream. Then, things changed. Know what I'm talking about. Tell your neighbor, it is real. Impartations happen in dreams. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's why you can go to a place, you can go to a sangoma, they do this, do this, and then you come back and you have a particular kind of dream. And that's it. Your life now becomes a mystery. You are trying to, like, understand yourself. You don't, you, there's nothing anybody can, they can't, you can't even figure out where you're going. Impartations are real. Glory to God. So impartations can happen in dreams. They can happen in visions. They can happen, you know, just like we're talking now. They can happen. So that's why you need to pay attention to your dreams. 
And you need to take them seriously. And don't be lazy about your dreams. Okay? Some dreams that sometimes I have some dreams when I wake up, I declare fast. You understand? I just, I, I, have, to, I have to deal with some things. Like before, I used to have, you know, people were always chasing me in my dreams. So then I got tired. <laughs> Come on. Sometimes you are experiencing certain things because you are not yet tired. It's not yet enough. That's why. It's still. So when I got tired, I said, enough is enough. I took action. So when, when it happens at night, I wake up in the morning, I declare fast. Three days. Fire. Every day, I'm releasing fire. Wherever you came from, fire to hit you. In the name of Jesus, every weapon, every arrow that was fired at me. Wherever the source is, I release Holy Ghost bombs. To explode in that place. In the name of Jesus. I begin to. Oof. You know. Every time it happens. Then I do that. You know what? It stopped. Because it's, it's fire for fire. And so we go. Oh, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know why I had this dream. Oh. You know Jesus. I called the name of Jesus, but it still came. You are weak. <laughs> Take responsibility. Amen. Take charge. You are supposed to rule in the night. Amen. He has given you dominion over the moon and the stars and the sun. He has given you dominion, I'm telling you. It's time to rule even when you are sleeping. Kings of the night. Time for kings of the night to emerge. Rise up. You're not a victim. Who is trying to victimize you? They come at night. You, you deal with them in the daytime. Then after you get, go back in at night. And you deal with them again. You deal with them. Deal with them. Deal with them until they surrender. Witches don't come near me. I have invited them several times. <laughs> yeah, because they know. They know. You... Yeah. Do something. Touch your neighbor. Say, do something. <laughs> yeah. Because there are people. I have even dealt with some cases where somebody had a dream and woke up sick. Do you understand what I'm saying? Woke up the next day sick. What are you talking about? You think it's ordinary? It's an impartation. An impartation of infirmity. Hallelujah. Imagine you, you are fine. You go to sleep, fine. You wake up in the morning with a stroke. Because somebody came and hit you while you were sleeping. In your dream. What do what you, what you, you think it's just a coincidence? Then you are not spiritual. You are not spiritual, that's why. The natural man does not understand the things of God. Neither can he discern them. They are foolishness to him. He said, come on, I'm not superstitious. I'm not. Listen, my friend, this is not superstition. I'm not teaching you to be superstitious. I'm not superstitious. I'm not superstitious. I'm spiritual. Glory to God. So don't let the enemy to come and impart things to you while you're sleeping. When you wake up, be angry. 
understand? You need to wake up with some anger. Instead of going to fight people, fight those spirits. Deal with them. A lot of times, I'm telling you, there are people, they have a dream, a particular kind of dream. They used to have miscarriages, miscarriages. But these miscarriages come after a dream. What, what do you think is ordinary? Is it a coincidence? You think it's a coincidence? Then you must be. Let me be nice. I want to say what's in my mind. Yeah. These things are real. Okay? They're real. Dreams of impartation. So if God can impart, you think Satan will watch and say, oh, I'll leave only God to be doing this. No, he will also come and try to impart as well. Glory to God. I know the time that I received an impartation that enabled me to break the word. The way I do. It came in a dream. Glory to God. Say dreams of impartation. Say he knows what he's talking about. Tell your neighbor he knows what he's talking about. Yeah. Yeah. So I woke up in the morning and boom. When I opened the word, I just see some things. Impartations. They're real. They're real. It can happen in a vision. It can happen in a dream. It can happen in real life. So, in other words, what I'm trying to say is that there's a connection between real life and the dream life. Don't detach them from your life. Are you getting me? Yeah, don't detach them. There's a connection between your dream life and your real life. We are living in an era. This is the time. Dreams of impartations are amazing. I'm trusting God for more impartations. I don't know about you. Huh? I don't know what you're asking for. But may you be smart in your asking. In fact, Solomon's request was an indication of wisdom. Isn't it? Yeah, it's an indication of wisdom. That means his father had imparted some wisdom to him. He had some wisdom. That's why he could... He, he, he could ask appropriately. Yeah. His father was wise as well. He was wise. Just not as wise as the son. Just that the son blew it up. He didn't follow his own wisdom. Towards the end of his life. We know he repented eventually. But you know. Yeah he missed it. But in terms of wisdom, somebody that God made, gave wisdom that, do you know that in Israel, silver was so common, was like stones. Gold. Oh my goodness. People from all over the world were coming to listen to this guy. This guy just wakes up and he starts composing songs. You know, he, he, he starts teaching he talks, he goes into botany, he goes into astrology, he goes into engineering, he goes into architecture, he goes into uh, uh, psychology. I, I mean, read Proverbs. It's like, how way did he get all of this? By impartation. God didn't sit him down and say, wisdom seminar. <laughs> Solomon it's time for wisdom seminar. Three days of teaching to impart to you some seminar. No, no, no. You are the one that he will be teaching you. Master administrator. Master diplomat. Come on. <coughs> diplomat par excellence. 
It came by impartation. Just one, one dream. Come on, say one dream, one dream. May God give you that one dream. May God give you that one dream. One dream that will redefine your life. That will impart to you what will alter your destiny. What will alter your life. And elevate you. And lift you to a level that you never imagined. In the name of Jesus. Impartations take place in dreams. When you have a dream and you see, there are certain people you see in your dreams. These people bring impartations. Glory to God. A man of God had a dream and he saw Catherine Coleman. When he came back, he started operating like Catherine Coleman. Say impartations. impartations. Glory to God. Amen. Yeah. Dreams of impartation. They are real. If you see an angel in your dream, I'm telling you there is an impartation that that angel brings. Is if you don't, if you don't exercise your faith and if you don't receive that it will just be wow I had can you imagine the dream I had hey I just saw this angel my god and that's where it ends hmm? that's that where it ends it's like somebody coming to church wow that's a great message and that's where it ends Instead of receiving an impartation. Yeah. Yeah. <coughs> hmm? If you have a dream and you see Jesus, there's an impartation that comes in that dream. You better receive it. If you see the Father, there's an impartation that comes in that dream. You better receive it. Why am I teaching these things? Because they're going to start happening. Yes. More and more and more. It will be multiplied in our lives. Amen. So I want you to know how to handle them. How to re receive them. How to walk in them. Because you just wake up and start raising the dead. Amen. It will come by impartation. Amen. Glory to God. There are certain, some of the things we are declaring are going to come to you in a dream. Amen. You wake up a different person. Glory to God. That's right. Have a witness there. So, the, these impartations are vital. So, because God knows, God knows that if you are awake, your mind is, is, not, is too busy. You are either calculating something or you are, you are trying to reconstruct the world or, you know, you are just too busy trying to put everything together so he knows. Okay, fine. I'll just wait until she goes to sleep. And while she's sleeping, he sends that in a dream. Glory to God. Dreams of impartation. We're going to pray. And I want you to pray and ask God for impartation. It can happen in a vision. It can happen in a dream. It can happen in real life. When Jesus was on the Mount of Transfiguration, huh? Elijah and Moses came to him. Why do you think God sent them to him? They needed to impart some things to him. <laughs> Glory to God. For the cross. He was going to go to the cross. So they came to impart to him. Glory to God. When you talk about Elijah, what comes to your mind? Yeah? Power. That's right. Somebody said fire. 
Yeah, it's, it's, it's also fire. Fire, yeah. Yeah. But when you talk about Elijah, you, you, one of the things about Elijah is raising the dead. So, you're going to the cross, you're going to die, but you also resurrect. So, you need this download in your spirit. Glory to God. So, when, as you interact with Elijah, you receive an impartation of resurrection power. And remember, Elijah didn't see death. Glory to God. He didn't see death. So death is not going to hold you captive. Amen. Say impartation. impartation. Yeah, it didn't happen in a dream because, you know, if it did, we wouldn't have known. So thank God it was recorded. And also Peter and, and company would not have experienced it. But they were there and they heard the voice of the Father. This is my beloved son, huh? in whom I'm well pleased. Hear him. Peter, shh, listen to him. So it was an impartation to Peter as well, and the rest. It came in a vision. If it can happen in a vision, it can happen in a dream. If it can happen in real life, it can happen in a dream. Are you following me? So expect some impartations. Amen. Expect some impartations. Solomon's impartation make, made him wealthy. <laughs> expect some impartations of wealth. Amen. <laughs> Glory to God. Amen. Yes. Expect that. Glory to God. There are so much that you can receive through your dreams. So pay attention. How many people have gotten their books to be writing their, their dreams? Come on. Make sure you always put it by your bedside or your, you know, whatever, your phone, whatever. Make sure it's there. The moment you wake up, don't wait till in the evening you are trying to remember. Come on. The moment you wake up, record it. Record it immediately. That's what I do. Record it. Then after you go back to it, you say, oh, this was what I received. Huh? Like this afternoon, I was going through one of the dreams I wrote, and I realized, oh, my God. So I got this as well. Hey, I'm excited. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. I had a dream. Somebody was prophesying to me. I was declaring some things. And I said, yes, I got it. Amen. The fact that it happened in a dream does not mean it's not real. It's real and in the fullness of time, you will see it. You will see it. Hallelujah. And some of those things, if I tell them, if I start talking about them, some people will be offended. But it's going to be my testimony. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Let's stand up on our feet. Come on. Ask God for impartations as you go to sleep. In the name of Jesus. Your victory. Your life. This series is going to change your life. I'm telling you. Invite your friends next week. Come ready. There are some impartations that have taken place already in your life. Even as we've been speaking. Mighty God, just raise your hand. Receive. Mighty God, I release my Lord and my God. Impartations. Let it be. Impartations. Mighty God, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Right now, right now. I declare over your people. Give them that dream. That dream that will redefine their lives. That dream. That dream. Oh God. <laughs> that defining dream. 
just like you did to Solomon, my Lord and my God. Let it be done in their lives. In the name of Jesus. I pray and I declare, oh Father, even that which they have lost, Lord my God, bring it back. In the name of Jesus, let it be restored. The impartations they lost because of lack of understanding, because, oh Father, of lack of knowledge, let them be restored. Begin to ask for restoration. Come on, begin to talk to the Lord. Ask the Lord, Lord, whatever I have lost, Whatever impartation I lost, mighty God, let it be restored to me. Let it be restored to me. In the name of Jesus, my Lord and my God, mighty God, mighty God, mighty God, mighty God. Lord my God Mighty God Let there be a recovery My Lord and my God Let there be a recovery Let there be a recovery Oh my Lord Of lost impartations Oh my God In the name of Jesus Whatever they have lost, let it be restored. Let it be restored in the name of Jesus. Mighty God. Mighty God. Oh, yes, Lord. Mighty God. Mighty God. Mighty God. Mighty God. Yes. Mighty God. Mighty God. Mighty God. Mighty God. Mighty God. Mighty God. Let there be impartation. Yeah, my God. Yeah, my God. My Lord. Jesus. Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Let that be. Thank you, Lord. In the name of Jesus, that you begin to receive songs. Receive songs in your dreams. Yes, Lord. Receive melodies in your dreams. Yes, Lord. Receive inspiration from your dreams. Yes, you begin to you 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 you, you begin to get into those dimensions Amen. where you will hear sounds from heaven yes, in the name of Jesus. Yes, you begin to download sounds from heaven into the earth in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, receive supernatural ability. Supernatural ability. Yes, yes, yes. I declare that over you. In the name of Jesus. I declare that over you. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. While you sleep, your heart will be singing. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. You will wake up with melodies. You will wake up with sounds. You will wake up with inspiration. You will wake up with songs. In the name of Jesus. Receive. Receive the tongue of the learned. Receive the ear of the learned. In the name of Jesus, he will waken your ear morning by morning, morning by morning, 
to hear, to hear, to hear a sound in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. I declare that over you. In the name of Jesus. Let that realm be open to you. Let that realm be open to you. Chord combinations you've never heard before. You just begin to get them. In the name of Jesus. Notes you've never heard before. Will all of a sudden just come into you. When you wake up. Wake up with a song. Thank you, Father. Come on, let's appreciate the Lord. Glory to God. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. If you are here and you are not born again, I want to pray for you. That's so important. Your destiny begins in Christ. If you raise your hand, I'll pray for you. Or maybe you drifted away and you say, Lord, I'm coming back. I want to pray for you as well. Raise your hand high enough for me to see you are that person. I don't see any hand. Is there any hand? Okay, now say this after me. Heavenly Father, Heavenly Father I thank you, for your, word for your word that has come to me tonight. I believe your word. I receive your word. I receive the impartations that you have given to me tonight. In the name of Jesus, every deposit that you have brought into my life is going to explode in the name of Jesus. Everything I've lost in the past due to ignorance and lack of knowledge, let it be restored. I recover them in the name of Jesus. I recover them. Let them begin to manifest in my life in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. I give you glory. I give you praise. In Jesus' name. Amen. This ministry has come to you live from Every Nation Midrand. For other life-changing messages and more information, log on to www.everynationmidrand.org.